Welcome to The Greek Current, a podcast by Halk and Kathy Merini. I'm your host, Thanos Davelis. On Friday, Greece and the U.S. held their fifth strategic dialogue, which, among other things, also saw Greece become the 35th country to sign up to the U.S. Artemis Space Cooperation Accords. Greece's Deputy Foreign Minister, Ambassador Alexandra Papadopoulou, joins me on the sidelines of the 5th Southeast Europe and Eastern Mediterranean Conference in Washington, D.C., to discuss the key takeaways from this latest strategic dialogue and highlight what it means for the bilateral relationship. We also look at Greece's effort to obtain a seat as a non-permanent member of the UN Security Council and ongoing talks with Turkey. Ambassador Rabadopoulou, it's great to have you back on The Greek Current. It's always a pleasure to be on The Greek Current. I remember the first time I went on uh, the podcast. Uh, it was practically when it started, and I've followed the progress, and it's amazing, and the audience is getting bigger and bigger. Congratulations, and thank you for having me again. Thanks for the kind words, and I think we'll have a great chat now, especially given that we just wrapped up the fifth strategic dialogue between the U.S. and Greece, a dialogue you've played an integral role in, both as ambassador and now as deputy foreign minister. What message does this latest round of talks send about the U.S.-Greek bilateral relationship? It's what Secretary Blinken said. The relationship between the two countries is at an all-time high level. It's uh, very deep, it's strategic, it's values-based, and it also entails shared interests. We see the international scene issues uh, as I2I. We cooperate very closely together. We try to serve the same goals, uh, and we face similar challenges, shared challenges. So it's only natural that this cooperation has deepened in recent years since the strategic dialogue started five years ago, and the whole relationship is at an unprecedented place. I want to look into the details of the talks, Ambassador Rapadopoulou. We saw the signing of the Artemis Accords on Friday, and the media attention, at least, has been on the deepening defense cooperation between the two countries and the issue of the F-35s going into Friday's talks. What should we take away from the details of what was discussed? The defense cooperation is not uh, the only part of the strategic dialogue. The strategic dialogue entails political dialogue on issues of shared interest and global interest, like the situation in Ukraine, the Middle East, the Western Balkans, Caucasus, China, you name it. And of course, it entails cooperation in other areas of mutual concern, which is technology, energy, people-to-people ties, security, tourism, a whole range of issues that cover the whole scope of the bilateral relationship. So defense is a part of it. And as a matter of fact, when this strategic dialogue took place, the issue of F-35s was over, and uh, we didn't really touch upon it because it was something that it was in the past. Could you tell us a bit about one of the key items coming out of Friday's talks, which was Greece's signing of the Artemis Accords? You know, Why is this a significant development? We were discussing about Greece joining the Artemis Accord for some time, and we thought that this was a perfect opportunity for the official act of joining. It is important because space is the new frontier, and it's where science and a lot of projects are ongoing. And of course, we have to be very, very aware that security is also an important factor in this area as well. So our cooperation is, you know, taking our relationship, as we said at the beginning, at a different height. A key element of these talks focused on broader regional issues from Ukraine to the Balkans to the Middle East. Is this a testament to Greece's growing role in the region? 
Greece, probably you heard it from so many American officials, is considered the pillar of stability in the wider region. And Greece is a pillar of stability in the wider region. It's a steady democracy, a country member of the European Union and NATO, a very dependable and credible ally, and a country that exports stability and security. We are located in a crucial place in volatile, highly volatile region. We have, when we speak about the Middle East, we have a strategic relationship with Israel, which we honor. And of course, we have excellent relations and relations that date back years and hundreds of years with Arab countries. So we can be a privileged interlocutor to all of them in a spirit of cooperation, understanding and compromise and so that all the peoples in the region have a stake in our common security. Also, uh, when it comes to the Western Balkans, Greece was the protagonist in the European aspiration of the Western Balkans. Uh, Last year, we celebrated uh, the 20th anniversary of the Declaration of Thessaloniki, which gave a very clear European perspective to all the Balkan countries. We are still at the forefront uh, of the efforts to bring the Western Balkans within the European family. So we uh, we are. This is our neighborhood. Uh, the relationship with each one of the countries in the region is excellent. You name it: political, economic, strategic. So it's only natural that we will continue our efforts to not only for the European perspective, an economic factor, but also for the European perspective as a source of security and stability for all of us. And the last but not least, of course, Ukraine. Greece was from the very first moment at the side of the Ukrainian people in their fight against the Russian invasion. We supported uh, and we still support Ukraine in the political, humanitarian and defense areas. Greece, despite our long ties with uh, cultural and religious ties with Russia, will never accept uh, the products and the repercussions of invasion and occupation. This is a matter of values and principles for us, but it's also a matter very close to our hearts because we have suffered from the invasion and occupation of Cyprus. So we're very firm on the side of Ukraine uh, in its efforts to keep its sovereignty and territorial integrity. And so in all these efforts, in all these areas, uh, you see that our policies are aligned with the U.S. goals and policies, and it's only natural that we exchange views about how to best promote our shared goals. After the strategic dialogue, Foreign Minister Yorgos Gerapetritis traveled to New York, where he's having meetings with key stakeholders at the UN. One of Greece's goals on this front is to secure a spot on the Security Council. Can you talk about this broader diplomatic effort by Greece? Uh, So far, so good. This is It was officially announced uh, three years ago, but it was in the cards for some time. It's a clean slate. There are two candidates in the Western group, Denmark and ourselves. The candidacy is going very well, but you can never be 100% sure. So you have to work hard and persuade everybody that Greece is going to be a valuable and very useful member in the Security Council, especially in this present international circumstances that a clear and moderate and reliable voice has to be heard and, and it's very useful to be heard in the Security Council. So the foreign minister now is doing a series of contacts in New York 
Of course, he has gone around the world trying to promote Greece's participation in the Security Council. We're hopeful that this is going to materialize in the upcoming elections in the summer, in this coming summer. And hopefully the 1st of 2025, Greece will take its seat in the Security Council. But also uh, Foreign Minister Gerapetridis has a meeting with the Secretary General of the United Nations. As you know, the Secretary General has appointed an envoy to deal with the Cyprus issue and explore the intentions of the parties and the possibility of resuming the talks about the Cyprus issue. Cyprus issue is an issue of occupation and invasion and has to be solved. So this is uh, something very important for Greek foreign policy and Foreign Minister Gerapetridis is working very hard in this front as well. As we wrap up, I'd like to turn to Turkey, as you're playing an integral role in diplomatic talks with Ankara. Can you talk about what we should be expecting here in the near future? I'm sure you have heard Prime Minister Mitsotakis talking over and over again about his vision to have a better relationship with Turkey that will eventually include the um, dealing with the one issue that separates our two countries, which is the delimitation of maritime zones. So either through negotiations or in case negotiations do not manage to succeed in producing an outcome by referring the issue to the international court. Greece always wants to have a very good working relationship with Turkey. We're neighbors. We live side by side and we will continue to live by side by side. Uh, in uh, recent months of the last year, the tone on the part of Turkey has softened a lot. We don't see incursions on Greek airspace on behalf of the Turkish Air Force, which is a very welcome development. But of course, these calm waters in the relationship between uh, the two countries needs to have duration and sustainability. So in due course, it produces a tangible result. Nevertheless, we're working very hard in this direction. We held already one round of the political consultations. Deputy Foreign Minister Fragoyanis is holding discussions on the so-called positive agenda, which are areas of common concern that we can have tangible results like transport, business to business, issues, tourism, and so on and so forth. Then President Erdogan visited Athens in what was a successful visit. Uh, we signed the Prime Minister Michotex and President Erdogan the Athens Declaration of Friendship, uh, which was uh, a very important step forward. And uh, hopefully uh, Prime Minister Michotex will visit Ankara sometime in the near future. So uh, we're working hard. We hope that Turkey will uh, stay the course because it takes two to tango. And uh, at least in this front, in our volatile, very difficult uh, and challenged region, we can have uh, uh, calm waters and some form of security and stability. Ambassador Papadopoulou, thanks again for joining us. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. In other news, President Nikos Christodoulidis said Cyprus is working with like-minded EU member nations to start a discussion about designating some parts of Syria as safe zones so refugees and migrants can return there. The hope is that this will help alleviate the pressure that Mediterranean countries receiving the most refugees and migrants are under. In his most candid remarks on migration to date, Christodoulidis said he acknowledges the sensitivities that some EU countries have on the issue, but that the bloc must address whether some parts of Syria are safe enough for migrants to return. Finally, in an interview with Kathy Merini, Senator Chris Van Hollen said that the Biden administration has assured the U.S. Congress that it will closely monitor Turkey's behavior towards Greece. 
particularly focusing on potential overflights of Turkish F-16s over Greek islands and violations of Greek airspace. He emphasized that there will be consequences if Ankara does not comply, while explaining that Congress has tools at its disposal that it can utilize. Meanwhile, the Maryland senator, a champion of Greek positions, stressed that the supply of F-35 fighter jets to Greece will proceed smoothly. That wraps up today's episode of The Greek Current. Thanks for tuning in.